Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show with Dave Homewood. Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show. I'm your host Dave Homewood and today we're talking with Carla McKnight who's an aviation artist. Welcome Carla. Well, thank you. <laughs> Um, so just to start off, can you tell me how you sort of got into art to start with? Well, art, I've always felt like I wanted to do art from very early on, probably when I was about nine. Um, didn't necessarily go to my plan as to, I didn't know how to draw a horse, that's what I wanted to do the most. Yeah. But then down the track, I got a bit old, I had a few kids, and then my father passed away, and I just had a calling to do something, get back to my roots of what I really want to do. Right. And the art came in. And so I really started to teach myself how to do the art and haven't looked back. And then it stopped after starting to get RSI with the um, pencil drawing. So I gave it two years rest and I couldn't leave it alone. So I started with acrylics. Right. And that's where I started doing the planes. Oh, okay. So I'd, when I'd gone back into it, I said to Harvey, well, maybe I should do something different other than commissions for animals because um, I was doing that before my arm packed up. And then I said, maybe I should just do a plane. And he said, why don't you just do a flower or something? <laughs> and I thought, oh, <laughs> you're saying I can't do a plane. Well, I didn't know if I could or not. Yeah. But I decided to. So I did do a plane and just try to get better from there on. Okay. So aviation had been a bit of an influence in your life there a few... Yeah. Yeah. My husband's into planes and the sons are into planes. Uh, husband and the son... One of the sons have got um, their licences and they were going to go commercial, but due to different things, um, that's backfired on them. Right. Um, and the son's changed his mind on that, so now he fixes them instead. Right. And I thought, well, I don't like flying, but I like painting, so I'll start on painting planes. So I did, and just haven't looked back. But warbirds especially, because right. they were interested in the warbirds. I thought, well, I've got to do something that they're interested in, otherwise they'll never like my art. <laughs> <laughs> so, horses and planes, mostly. Okay, so tell me about the first warbird that you painted. Uh, that would be the vampire. Right. Yeah. So every time I hear the vampire, I feel a little bit emotional, because it does sound awesome. Even though it was a smaller plane than I thought it was. When I first saw it, I thought, well, I actually thought you were a lot bigger than that, but maybe it's just the sound that's bigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yep. that's pretty amazing the first time you hear the vampire. So as I was saying earlier on, the Skid and Vampire together was a special moment. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We're talking yeah. about the uh, the uh, mosquito launch at Ardmore, the, seeing the, mm. the vampire and the mosquito together, yeah. just amazing. Very amazing. Yeah, it's very good. And you've done uh, some of the Alpine fighter collection aircraft, haven't you? Yeah, I try to. Um, at the moment, I mean, I'm trying to do a few more as well, but... Everything's slowed down a bit, so I'm just going to stick to mosquitoes at the moment, then back to a horse, and then back into mosquito, and then hopefully a Spitfire again. Right. So, right. yeah. So how do you uh, come up with a concept? Like, if you sit down to do a particular aircraft, how do you come up with the idea of how it's going to be set and how, how what sort of lighting and that sort of thing? Well, I sort of think about... I don't really like representing how the plane was used in the first place, why they were designed yep. to be used in war. Um, I want to mostly 
have my paintings come across as an appreciation of the plane itself and what it's capable of right. uh, and its beauty and um, of course you have to learn a little bit about that plane <laughs> otherwise either, you know I might be doing the wrong plane and thinking well it's actually not that great once you learn a bit more about it but most of the warbirds are yeah so it's good yeah. um, probably do a few more World War One planes as well because I do find them a little bit fascinating because okay. of how everything started and how different they are yep um, after doing the Sopworth Camel I thought yeah, a few people have said to do a few more of the World War One planes. But as far as putting them together goes, I think about, I just paint them as, I imagine them like a sky, a rough looking stormy sky with them coming out of it, and you hope, like anything, you hold your breath, that that's how it's going to look once you're finished. <laughs> right. Not always guaranteed, yeah. you know. You start always apprehensive and hope like anything, that something's going to come out of all these hours of work, yeah. that somebody's going to like it. So I never know how it's going to look at, you know, how it's going to turn out, what it's going to look like. So okay, okay. It's a journey every time. Yeah. Well, I must say the ones that I've seen so far, I've liked all of them, so. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep doing them then. And the um, first one I saw of yours was the um, Alpine Fighter Collections Corsair and Kitty Hawk together. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, that awesome. was lovely. Yeah. The only reason I did that together was because a friend whose father used to fly both of them, he couldn't decide, you know, yep. do I do the Corsair or, or the other, and I said to him, well, you can have both, you know, just have the one closest, the one that you used to fly the most, and then I'll just put a, you know, like I said, that sort of stormy, dark sky, and um, yeah, he loved it, and I've only painted um, cars for him in the past, so this was the first plane that I've painted for this guy, and yeah, he it was great which is good because like I say it's a journey every time and yeah when you're doing a commission it's really scary so <laughs> <laughs> hope like anything that the client likes it otherwise you're always offering to do it again but hope you don't have to because I don't want to do one plane twice yeah that's a bit boring yeah. yeah especially when you've got so many subjects out there that you want to do and time's limited so I do like that painting but it's only because this is another little thing my husband said he says now who sees skies like that with a frown on them the painting behind you. That's an example, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the famous uh, Barry Clark Spitfire painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think, well, that one's got brown in it and it's turned out wonderful. Yeah. You know, it's famous, so now I can get away with the brown in my paintings. Yeah, well, you certainly, got, you certainly got away with it in that, uh, yeah. that one because it's really fantastic. I was really hoping the client liked it, so he said it was all right. So I've got to do a few more like that, but they take time. At the moment, mosquitoes and spitfires. Yep, yep. I'll do a few more courses. And I think it's really interesting that you said that you don't like to think of the aircraft in their original purpose, the, yeah. the, the war setting, and, and yeah. the, you, you like to do them as warbirds being appreciated today. I think that's yeah. quite unique, actually, as far as I've seen of aviation artists. They, they normally go for the setting of but some sort of combat. Males. They're usually males. Yeah, yeah. Know, and I understand that, that they would see it that way. Um, I guess because I'm female, I like preserving life and, you know, you just think about what went down. Yeah. And yes, if there was another war, even though it would be nothing like the past, I would like to think some of these um, war birds were on our side, definitely. Yes. Yeah. But having said that, yeah, a lot of life was lost. You know, a lot of young boys never got to grow up. So that reminds you of that. Yeah. So... 
at the same time, I don't want to not be able to paint these planes, so I just have to uh, change my way of thinking and how my paintings come across. Um, you're not going to see paintings of mine when they're shooting each other down because it's not going to happen. Right, so um, if someone came to you with a commission idea, you would just say, sorry, I'm not well, going to do it? Well, I would have... I'd, yeah, I'd have a hard time doing it. Yeah. I mean, if it was a commission, I might, but as far as doing paintings that I'd just go ahead and do and then put out for sale, I wouldn't. Right. Yeah, right. so I'd have to, I'd have to be worth it. <laughs> but yeah, don't like that idea. What about um, the likes of with the vampire, which is obviously a post-war aircraft, mm. and and uh, w would you put in say a hakia behind it or oh, yeah, or all, the, all the background and that yeah, sort of yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. There was um, I have got some photos by hakia photographers they've given me the right to use, I just haven't got to it yet. Yep. But there's a Huraboys helicopter with the team around it. They're just getting, they're just running up to the helicopter about to get on. You can see all the dust flying around. Oh, it's sort wow. of a live action shot and got a massive canvas I've carried around down from one house to the next every time we've moved, <laughs> cursing about this canvas being a pain because you don't want it dented. But I paid a lot for it and that's what I was going to put on it. Yep. Yep. The more I think about putting this image on that and how much work it's going to be and is it ever going to end up on their wall or somebody else's yep. or what I've got to charge, some have second thoughts, maybe I should throw a horse on there. <laughs> 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 but it is a photo that I saw that I thought, well, you know, it's got the guys in it, it's an action shot, and the Heracoys has done a lot, so yeah. Yeah. why not? So it's still going to happen, I just don't know when, because okay. it's going to be a lot of work, and I don't know if it's going to end up on that big canvas, yet. <laughs> <laughs> so all your artworks are done in acrylics, is it? Yes, yeah, I just found that, I don't know if I'd have enough patience for the oils, I've tried that a few times, and if you go too heavy with the oils, they move on you, and when you're doing some fine lines, which a lot of artists would possibly disagree and say, well, don't be impatient. Yeah. But I guess I just want to, when I start, I want to get on with it. Yeah. And I don't want to put that aside because then you lose the feel of it. Um, and yet with the Sopworth Camel, I started that when we were in the Manawatu. And when we moved up here, it took quite a while before I could get back to it. And I was only halfway done. I thought I'd lost the interest. And yet it's been one of my better ones. Okay. So, you know, I prove myself wrong time and time again. Every time I think one thing, I could be so wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you learn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I prefer the acrylics because I know exactly where I'm at with them and how much I can dilute them and what I can do with them. Yep. Even though sometimes it's um, yeah, it's hard to get that fine look or soft look. Acrylics don't always do what you want them to do, but you just have to keep pushing. Right, right. Yeah, and I just, you know, not enough time to focus on another medium to really get good at it. So yeah. it's better to stick to what you're familiar with and right. if you're happy with the results then. Yeah, stick with them. Okay. But, you know, it's good to be flexible too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. So, how, how many years is it that you've been doing the warbirds? Ah, uh, aviation only. Um, how long ago now? Four years. Four years, okay. Yeah, I think it's four years. Yeah. No, for five years. It's been five years. Right. Yeah. Have you found that the word's starting to get around and you're building up a bit of a reputation as an aviation uh, artist? Or? Depends on how much time I spend on the internet. <laughs> or putting sites together or yeah. talking to people. or Yeah, I haven't really advertised in the magazine, so I keep thinking I'm going to, but then it's the time to do it all. Yeah. Not just the advertising, but to be able to back up 
what you've advertised, that you can sit down and do the extra work. Right, right. Um, we've been pretty busy in, in other areas of our life. Yes. Um, including this property. Um, and of course you're moving away from Cambridge soon, aren't you? Yeah, real shame. Um, you know, trying to make this place look how you'd like it to look, done a lot of work to it, and then to have to move on. Yeah. It was unexpected, but the aviation can go with me. It goes where I go, which yeah. is a good thing with the art. It's something you, you don't have to leave behind. Exactly. I just have to build another new art room, yeah. which is really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> you know, when you get the art room looking the way you want it, finally, having an art room, not just a bedroom that you put aside as an art room, but... But now when we're looking for houses, then that's the first thing that comes to mind, either a barn or a, an art room. Right. Where's my art room? Because I'm going to get even more flamboyant this time in the art room. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. But it's just annoying to have to do it all again. Yeah. Do, do you um, sort of look at other aviation artists' work and, and get inspired by other I works? I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I love seeing work. They can inspire me to make me even reach, you know, better levels of art, or think, well, I even never thought of doing it quite like that. Or yep. I don't want to copy anybody else's art because it's a personal thing. Yeah. Um, I don't want people to start to think, oh, yeah, you no, know, she's just, you know, wanting to do more of that person's art. Um, you've got to try and do your own style. Yes. But, yeah, definitely. Um, there's amazing artists out there. Have you got any particular favourites that you could name? Um, no, because there's too many. Too many, yeah. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think it's fair to just mention a few. No, no. Yeah, a few particular ones in Australia, so I think okay. some people would know who they are. Okay, I'm yeah, yeah. Say, and there's quite a few there, but a few particular ones. I won't say who they are, but their work is incredible, and right. I feel like I don't stand a chance against them if it was a competition. I'd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be at the wrong end. <laughs> But yeah, you just keep trying to better yourself. There's so much to learn. Yeah, yeah. And when you make a mistake, well, you sometimes look and think, how on earth did I do that? You know, how did I get it so wrong? <laughs> but oh well. <laughs> People keep needing to point it out to me. That's where it's good when you've got boys in the house that know how things should look. Right, right. <laughs> well, I think, you know, for someone who, you, you seem to say you, you've, never been all that into the aviation and it's something that you've yeah. come to. I think you're doing really bloody well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I only give it better, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gets and to know these planes a bit better. That's inspirational. Yeah. Like, touching the mosquito. Just yeah. touching it. Yeah. So now when I paint it, I think, yeah, I've touched that. I know how it looks. I know those rivets. I've put my hand over those rivets. Yeah. Because I'm at that stage with this mosquito painting. Just putting a little rivets in, blurry eyed, of course, not through emotions, yep. Yep. <laughs> as we were talking about earlier on, yep. Yep. but just due to um, it being a small painting, but still wanting that detail on there. Yeah. Um, so it's really good when you see the planes for real and hear them for real, and especially when you see planes go up that you've painted this and that and they're flying together. Yep. That is awesome. When we were talking about the, uh, the, the mosquito launch on September 29th, uh, that sky that we had there, mm. the big black and white oh, clouds. Oh, yeah. oh, that would just look so yeah. awesome in a painting. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got a few lined up that I'm going to use. It was right at the end. A lot of the cloud yeah. had already gone. Yeah. And we thought, well, just stay a bit longer. And we were one of the, well, some of the last to leave. And that's when that cloud came over. Yeah. 
and it was like catching the mosquito in the moment of its error yeah. at that time. Yep. And I think everybody that still had cameras was thinking the same. Absolutely. Oh, look at this. Yep. So Absolutely. we've got a few close shots of the cockpit with that clown in the background. And that will probably be the next mosquito painting I'm going to do. Because oh, exactly that moment that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you didn't stay to the end, that's a real shame because that's where it was at its best. Absolutely. It beautiful. Absolutely. Have, have you been down to the um, air show at Amaka, the classic fighters? No. Because I tell you what, no, it's really awesome. It's it's a great yeah. air show, but you get also the evening light there is just yeah. incredible. For, yeah. for uh, you know, I've I'm a very average <laughs> photographer, and I've taken some amazing photographs just with my little point and click. Oh, wow. Because the light there is stunning, yeah. and I know as an artist, you'll I'm just going. love it. I'm you'll going. love it. Yes, that is one of the next on the list. Well, it is actually the next on the list. Yeah. Yeah, it was coming I up this was emotional for me because yeah. the boys had already been flying down there several times and I hadn't. And it was when I started doing the painting that I thought, well, I have to now. Yeah. And so we did. Um, that was at a price that, well, most things are at a price. And I lost my horse while I was down there. Uh -huh. He had a heart attack. So I wasn't back here to bury him straight away. And that really hurt. So it was at a price that I went down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a real shame. But... All the same, I got some really good photos, met some awesome people, yeah. and was inspired yet to get in there, quick, get back to the art room, get back to the canvas and start painting yeah. while it's all fresh and you're buzzing. Um, now when people mention Wanaka, it all comes back. Yeah. You know how yeah. awesome it was. Oh, Queenstown just being stunning. Yeah. Beautiful place. Um, the Wanaka itself, just the place is a work of art, isn't it? It's is just amazing. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the painting I've just finished on the course here has got the hills in the background. Oh, right. Yeah, right. and it's um, those hills, even though they don't have a massive amount of detail, just getting them right and the colour and everything, boy, they put you to work. Yeah. So it's not just the planes, those hills put you to work. Yeah, I'll bet. They make you think twice about what you're doing. Yeah. Somebody may look and say, well, that peak's not right. That's not supposed to be in there. <laughs> yeah, you know? true, it yeah. It could be like the brush just going a little bit wrong. And so you'd still, yet again, you've got to be so careful the way you do that, because it's, it is, it's, um, it's Wanaka, you've got to do it right. Yeah. Um, but Amaka, I will get there, because there's a lot to see, especially in the museum down there. Oh, very much so, yeah. yeah. It's a real tease. So. Sun's been down to it a few times, and he said, look, you really got to go and see it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the timing. As I said earlier on, it's been a roller coaster ride last year, so we didn't, didn't go to um, Wanaka or yeah. Amaka, for that matter. Yeah. But I'll just keep doing paintings to make it, um, to inspire me to get down there and finally have an exhibition somewhere where I've got enough paintings to actually show. Right. Now, right. I, don't, I don't feel like doing it with just a couple of paintings. It needs to be enough that I have still in my possession to be able to go and try and advertise. Yeah, so, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's just not worth sitting and missing a whole show if you're stuck. You know, showing yeah. your paintings and you're missing all the action. Exactly. Unless yeah. you've got enough paintings to show what you do. Yeah. So that's what I'm working towards with both the horses and the planes. Right, right. Yeah. Um, have you looked into doing uh, airliners and that sort of thing as well? I have, but I still feel like there is a backlog of warbirds that I still feel needs to go on canvas. Yeah. And yeah. Because some of the ones that I'd like to have a position to actually put out there to advertise for sale, I haven't got any more. So I, I sort of got to go back to doing another Spitfire. Yeah. You know, like you'd like to represent your art. If you're going to have an exhibition, you'd like to have the planes that you admire the most yeah. on canvas and have it there. Yeah. 
um, so you've got to do them again. And so the airliners don't come about, or the gliders, or other planes. <laughs> oh, I have thought about it because I'd like to keep, you know, stay open to um, to doing all the planes. Right, right. But yeah, there's one of me. <laughs> so, so um, with the warbirds that are around New Zealand at the mm. moment, is there any that you haven't painted that you really want to paint? Hmm. because I still want to do, I still want to keep doing the Corsairs and the, the Spitfire. Um, yeah, probably not. Okay. I mean, there is the Mustang and a few others, but I wouldn't say I was hanging out yeah. big time for them because yeah. I've been waiting for the Mosquito. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. So that's going to keep me busy for a while. Yeah. Um, as you say, different photos taken on the day that you just think, well, would make a good painting if you can do it justice. Yes, yeah. Um, and then what size painting? You know, if you're going to go big, it's going to take a long time. Yeah. And sometimes they're not the best paintings. Sometimes the smaller ones are, because um, otherwise too many people will look too closely. Look <laughs> 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 for detail that maybe I missed. Um, so if somebody wants to uh, come along and talk to you about maybe having a co uh, getting yeah. a commission done on that, how do yeah. they... Well, a lot of it I do over the internet. Um, I tell them what to look out for, and if it's a photo in particular, if maybe I've got three or four photos, so they can send all of them, and then I'll say how they're going to end up looking and perhaps look at my past work um, to look at the backgrounds to see if there's any particular background that they would like in the back of their painting. Okay. Um, or if they just want to leave it up to me, then I can do it, but I'd still give them an, an idea of what to expect. Because otherwise I'm painting something that they may see for the first time and think, oh no, that's not what I was thinking at all. Right. Yeah, right. it's so hard to, it's it's hard to imagine what somebody else has got in the head if they're not going to describe it to me. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they'll get put off by me saying, well look, you know, you've got to give me a few more details. How big a painting on how big a canvas, what type of background, how detailed, um, roughly how much are you expecting to spend. Yeah. Because otherwise, I might be doing a painting that's twice as much, and I should pull back on. Yeah. You know, so I do give them a fair idea on what you're going to get, but the more information they can give me, the better. Yeah. Because that way, you're going to get hopefully the results that they're after. Right. Um, and I always make them look at other paintings that I've done, just so they know that that's the sort of work I do, because <laughs> they're expecting a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's a matter of really. You know, hopefully getting on the phone with them and discussing it thoroughly. Um, in case they've got questions and they've forgotten to, and that way I can ask them straight away. Um, usually it's through emails and then a phone call right at the end, just to make sure that we've got everything covered. Okay. Yeah, and there's also the option of like airbrushing in the background, and but that also still takes time to set up. Yeah. Hopefully, in the next place we move to, I'll have a. Um, permanent set up both for the airbrushing. Right, Not right. something that blows away when a bit of wind comes along. <laughs> <laughs> that would help, cut down the time. <laughs> yeah. So do you find when people do come along uh, and say, I used to fly such and such, um, uh, do, do the stories start to flow? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could be stuck for some people for ages yeah. and I don't have a clue what they're talking about because I haven't done that plane, don't know much about it. Yeah. 
you know, and I'm nodding my head like, mm, yes, <laughs> a few more clues, please. <laughs> but it's really nice to talk to people that do fly the planes. Yeah. You know, some of the pilots that are flying these planes that I've done because you get their perspective on something you don't really know much about. Yeah. They know a lot about. Um, yeah, and it's swapping ideas. Right. You know, I'll say what problems I've had with the, the paint job. Because <laughs> greys aren't always greys. When you're mixing your own greys, because yeah. you can't buy it in a tube when you're doing this sort of work. Okay. You've got to mix them yourself. Yeah. And you can mix them and when they're wet and about to go on the brush and go onto the canvas, they're one colour and then they'll dry three shades down darken with greys. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so you yeah. have to think ahead. So if you want a certain shape, you don't do it what you can see visually. Yeah. You actually have to add a lot more white to it and think, well, that's way too light. But once it dries, it'll be hopefully being on. Okay. And otherwise you end up having to fix it by glazing, which means you, you end up um, getting that same colour, but you add a bit more white and you water it down lots and slowly start putting one coat over the other, over the other, until you get the right, the right colour. And quite often I spend a lot of time doing that. Okay. But it also softens the look of the plane. It makes it look more real. Yeah. Because if you don't soften the plane with glazing, then it's just um, it's not a three D image anymore. It's just a flat look. You oh, don't want yeah. that flat look. Yeah. It's a bit like um, if you don't get all your highlights right, then it's not. It's going to look flat as well. You know, you've got to have your highlights. You've got to have your detail. Um, the edge of the plane. If you look at the one behind you, you'll see that's. The, the actual wing is quite fuzzy. Yes, it is. So you can't have straight lines when it's an image that you're not... Because if you look outside and you see a plane going, you're not going to see a straight lines, are you? No. It's all going to be a bit fuzzy. Yeah. Well, that's how you have to come across in your, in your paintings. Right. Otherwise, it won't look real. Right, right. So it'll just look like a sticker in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> quite often, that's where um, planes, your paintings start to look a bit more real. You've got to do those final little details. Yeah. Um, there was somebody that asked me a while back, an artist in England, how do you get your planes to look so real? And I looked at their work on their website, and all they have failed to do is the highlights, right. doing the highlights right. Just lots of um, white and all in the right places, and that just brings it to life. Okay. I mean, it's, it's simple once you know. Yeah. But if you don't do it, then they won't look real. So it's just that last little detail. They did all the work. They've done so much work. Okay. If you don't put that last little highlight on, it just doesn't come to life. It's like leaving out a highlight in a dog's... If you're doing a portrait of a dog, you don't do that white on the eye. Yep. It looks dead. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So that's the same with planes. Yeah, right. Planes have a lot of highlights. I'm doing lots right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we uh, sort yes, of go, uh, go and have a look in the... Yep. yep. We headed upstairs to Carla's art room, where many of her paintings were on show. The first one we looked at was that first painting she did of the vampire. But to me the challenge was to yeah, get rid of the, um, the background and try and get a metallic look of the vampire and reflection and see how it turns out. And I mean, you know, I see things in it that I think, well gosh, if I was doing that now, there's parts of it that I would do a bit different. Yeah. But the more you do, the more you learn. If you don't do that, that means you're not pushing yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> this looks good, the um, mm. sockworth. Well, that's the one that I started down an hour too. And I, it was a photo that my husband 
Yeah, they're really hard to photograph. Yeah, they're special. Playing with the glass and then the reflection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People say, oh, you've got an amazing view to be inspired to do your artwork. And I think, well, actually, that's the last thing I need. <laughs> I'm not one of those artists where you sit and, you know, get inspiration because it's all off, you know, like this. I blew up, cropped it. Yep. And that's the one I'm using to, um, to get the mosquito down. Looks great. But, yeah, still quite a bit of work to do. I've still got to work around that area there. Yep. Um, at the moment, I'm just putting all the little bits of shading, reflection, and... Uh, working on the cockpit and just blurring out the blades a bit. Yep. You know, like I mentioned before about blurring. Yep, yep. So I do that with the blades and make them look like they're actually, um, especially there, just a little bit of yellow, just to show that they are spinning. Yep. Otherwise, it's just um, a toy plane really hanging in the sky. Yeah, exactly. You don't use, don't show that. Sometimes that's the scariest part when you've done your whole painting and then you go to do your um, propeller. <laughs> <laughs> And you've got one chance to get it right, yeah. almost. You can sort of blur it out, but because it's got clouds in the background, you can really screw up. Because sometimes all it is, you know, is your colour, you water it down, and you wriggle it a bit like that, oh, right, yeah. and that's all you see. But that makes it look like a, a propeller. Right, okay. See, yeah, yeah, like yeah. If you had that up there in black, yeah. that you can see that that's a propeller going round. Yes, yes. You don't actually have the, you don't have to have the blade. Yeah visually showing like that, but then you've got that one chance to get the wiggle right. Exactly, and that's yeah. where you have to know how much paint and how much water and how much dabbing you have to do to get that one go. Okay. And it's a scary moment, so don't shake because of nurse, but shake because <laughs> you're going to do it right. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem when you're doing an airbrush background or a, a cloud background. And I still really feel like I've got a lot of um, learning to do with clouds. That's the problem with acrylic compared to oils. With oils, you have a chance to get it to move and get it to blend right. and all that. It's where oils are wonderful. Yeah. But, yeah, I've just got to learn to master it a bit more with um, acrylics and get it exactly how I want it. Yeah. That's an oil down there on oh, the yes. black canvas. Yep. Yep. It's a photo my son took, so I thought I'd have to play with oils and do that. That's cool. Um, so, this is another photo that my brother took of a weeder and I've always wanted to do a weeder. Oh, yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll go and do a weeder and then send a photo to. I thought, I'll do a decent sized weeder. So I think weeders are special for New Zealand. Oh, they're I think they're amazing. Wonderful, yeah. My daughter doesn't think so because she ended up, um, there was one in the boot and it was an adult weeder. She stuck a foot in the boot and it was hanging on the end of a toe and she shook and it wouldn't let go. <laughs> and she's never wanted to put her feet into boots ever again after that. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> I think the letters are amazing. Oh, I like this corsair. Yeah, well, that's... Um, that's Keith, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's... I sent it to Keith saying, oh, well, here's another photo of you sitting flying the corsair. Just checks in. Fantastic. That's, um, that's one that had a hanger in the, the actual photo. Oh, yeah. It had a hanger in the background there. And um, what else did it have? Oh, there was a track. So I took all that out and just kept the hills in the background so they were the actual hills that were in the photo. Right, right. But that took a while to get because every time I tried to do highlights to show the ridge, the highlight kept disappearing into it. Oh, okay. But I want it to stick out. Yeah. But that's where, yet again, that's where oils are better or guage is better because what you put on there, that's what you're going to get. Whereas acrylics, they just disappear. Okay. And so they've only got so much strength. 
What was that other alternative? Oils and what? Guage. Oh, um It's a white compound that you can use and once it's on there, if you need to change it, you can wet it a little bit again and you can change it. Okay, okay. But I, I'm a bit nervous about guage because what if it happens by accident, a little droplet gets on there and yeah. it does its own thing and you're yeah. not aware of it. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. And that's just an old frame I sort of throw on there because... Um, Oh, I love that. So it sort of suited the era, and I thought, well, the frame cost me so little that anybody that wants to buy it and wants to change the frame, they're not really paying for the frame, they're paying for the painting. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, you're minimising. Um, but yeah, it took a while to get that one finished because I was trying to give it the, um, the dusty effect. Yeah. You know, not a loud, sharp look of the Corsair, but more of a mystical look. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and get the hills and the Corsair and everything else sort of to become a little bit of a blur and a little bit of a blend. Well, um, you've, you've done that perfectly because it looks just like sort of the hills in a marker or, yeah. or, or a Wanaka or... Yeah, well, those know. hills are tight. Yeah, yeah, those dry, dusty hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, you look at a... You look at a photo and think, oh, the hills won't take me long. <laughs> Those hills actually took me ages. Oh, really? And I'm thinking, God, I just want to get on with now doing the plane, you know, the, yep. the main subject. But the, the subject of the plane, well, shall I say the plane, doesn't become a great subject unless you can do those hills in the background yep. because yep. they complement each other, but you don't want the hills to take over from the subject. Right. Um, it's the same with the, that one, the Sopwith Camel. Well, yep. there is a loud impression of the plane. You know, like that one there is soft and that one's loud because you're doing all the colours real sharp. Yes, yes. And for me, with that one, the challenge was um, pulling off the metal at the front and then the body being wood, that sort of wood look. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, and also the um, propeller at the front, getting that to look like wood. That's pretty neat. And as I said, with my breath, trying to finish it all. My daughter, that's my daughter's favourite. And yet it was one that took me the longest because of moving. That's the one I said to you that I actually thought I was going to lose the interest in. Yes, yeah. But it's funny, when I got to the final details on it, I really started to enjoy it. It really started to pay off and, you know, I was really thinking, gosh, this, I love the detail. Yeah. You know, and yet the whole way through I wasn't enjoying this painting. <laughs> and the cables and all that, and I had some problems with that painting that I'm thinking, I'm spending so much time on this that am I actually going to get a good subject out of it? Right. Is it going to be good? Right. You know, because I was really starting to doubt it. But then the final details started going in, and that's when I really start enjoying what I do. You know, with the painting. Well, the you more you know if you're going to get there or not. Yeah. Well, anyway. the more you look there, the more detail you see. Yeah. You've certainly put the detail into yeah. it. Yeah, and that's where the love of painting really starts kicking. And then you really start to you know get into the moment. Yeah. Oh, you've got good music on, you've got some incense burning, and you're in your own world. You've got the door, well, not quite shut, but if anybody was to ring the doorbell, I'm trying not to hear it. Because <laughs> I'm in my moment now, this yeah. is the final, final pieces coming together with the painting of hours and hours and hours, yeah. and that's what I'm doing here at the moment. Finally starting to enjoy doing little bits like um, the rivets along there. Right, right, and, yep. And it's trying to get Keith to, you know, like I'm trying to, I still don't feel like I'm being on with the, um, what he's wearing there. And, and as you all know, it's probably the slightly different colour. 
And yeah, I you have no idea how much more I have to spend on trying to make the outfit the right colour because you know what he wears. Yes, you know, it's yeah. the same every time. Yes. So you want to make sure that everybody knows that that's, that's actually Keith and that's what he wears. Right, so I'm right. just trying to yeah, get the damn colour right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ram saying, you know, your outfit's not that easy. I know it's brown, but you know how many levels of brown there is. <laughs> you look at a tiny You never know. You know, no, no, he would it, never know how much trouble I have with his outfit. Exactly. His outfit's smaller than my pinky now. It's about three millimetres square, isn't it? Something <laughs> how can I have trouble with that? <laughs> well, I'm mixing it with that, that, um, where is it? Bit of that. Which yellow I've got? Bit of that and a white. So, oh, so it's five colours. Five colours. For that. Wow. Yeah. I think I've got them all here. <laughs> yes, it is. So those five colours, just to get that. But the thing is, if you don't, then it's not Keith, is it? Yeah, that's right. Well, as far as in your, yeah, yeah. our eyes, because we know what he wears. We know that he's flying the mosquito. I know others flew it. Well, one other, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he wears green overalls, of course. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, if I put green in there, oh, suddenly the pilot's changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't touched base with him, I don't know him. So oh, right, right, put right, Keith yeah. in there, I knew he flew it. Because, yep. you know, we saw this photo being taken. It's um, the friend that came up to stay with us. He actually took this photo. And even though when I was first doing it, I thought, well, I don't know how that's going to, how am I going to pull that off with that line going across there. I yep. suddenly felt that when I put it on canvas, I just sort of felt like it wasn't doing it justice. But that's where you've got to wait with all the other details to come in. Yes. Once you finish it, you start to think, oh, it doesn't look so silly anymore. Because otherwise, to me, it just looked like a white line. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, rather than just a little bit of highlight there and a little bit there. Yeah. It just continued right along in this particular photo. Yet from a distance on the computer, when you look at it, you think that's a cool shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's nothing dramatic. It's just, just a mosquito flying, but you know, not lined up probably yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the average person wouldn't have even picked up on that highlight. No, it's just when you just have to, Yeah, well, when you have to sit down and try and break yeah, those. Yeah, and you, you make it really stands line. out to me now that you've pointed it Same, out. Same, yeah. yeah. And me doing a straight line, I'm thinking, yeah, it just doesn't <laughs> seem right. I mean, that <laughs> highlight makes sense to me. That yep. one makes sense yep. to me. That around there, around the tail makes sense, but a straight line just seems really bizarre. Yeah. But Yet it's part of the painting and it is, it is actually the part that brings it life when you take that away and for the first time from a distance you look at it, it looks alright. Yeah, it, it does. It, it gives it that roundness to, to yeah, the fuselage. I'm still getting over it. I'm not finished yet. I'll, once the letters go in there properly, yeah. I'm like, right. And doing the circles, they're not circles and they're hard to do. I used to mess up on those all the time and most aviation artists you talk to will say that they are the most difficult. Yeah. Because they're not really circles, they've got to bend with the plane. Of course, yeah, yeah. And yet, you know, it looks like it's just a sticker you could put on there, and we have so much trouble with it. I know it work here any day compared to that. Okay, okay. Because here you've got to um, lighten it up the top, because yep. you're bending, so you're going higher and lighter with the highlights up there, and then you have to still put a little bit of tiny little bit of white there just to make, because you're going underneath, but it'll get lighter before it gets darker. Right. And even though that's minute, in the end it makes the difference when you're finished. Yes, absolutely. Otherwise your circle looks flat. It looks like a sticker that's up against the plane. Yeah. But not around it. I know exactly what you're talking about there, because I've done um, a fair bit of uh, colorization of old photographs. Oh, okay. And, yeah, um, so you would have come across that. Exactly the same thing. Yeah, you put put a color in there and it just looks flat yeah, until, yeah, until, until, you, right. until yeah. you start blending it or uh, yeah. 
And then you realise how many colours are in that blue. Yes, oh, you know? absolutely. It's not just one anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you've got to try and get the, the blend that you've done in the blue the same with the yellow and the red so that it looks yep. even. And yep. Yeah, so I know exactly. And in the case here, this red is actually too bright at the moment. I've still got to make it dull because right. it's a reflection of the light going onto the plane. Yeah. And that's the same with all of the light going through the, the wings. Yeah. You know, you've got to keep applying more white and more white. If you knew how strong that colour was before I started applying all the glazing and the light colours, but you okay. have to, otherwise it doesn't look like the real thing. Right, right. So how long from start to finish does it normally take you to... I hate that question. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask. <laughs> I don't know. I know there's more than 40 hours in there. I'll yeah. put it that way. But, you know, it could be double because I keep going away, keep coming back, yeah. and then... I really make myself work like this morning on it, just got all the elements right. Yeah. I feel satisfied with all the work I've done the outside yesterday that I can, and when it started to rain, I thought that's it, I'm up here yeah. and I'm working and I can focus and I don't have to think it's a nice day out there that I have to be out there doing the job. Because yeah. especially with the house being on the market, there's a lot of work down near the um, creek area. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And all the plantings we've done, so there's a lot of weed eating and spraying and so there's a lot on your mind when you're doing this, but when the weather's like that, I'm totally focused. Yeah. Um, so, so then I don't know with my hours, do I? <laughs> so, so any project might take you a couple of months to, from start to finish? Yeah, because you're not always working on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yet I started quite fast on this painting, and then it just slowed down because we had to do the outside of the house, start yeah. painting the outside and the roof, and that's after finishing the inside. Right. Doing six bedrooms and a rumpus room and uh, a large lounge, and taking all the texture off all the the ceilings. Right, so right. this was, you know, like I said to Jerry, well, you know, right now I feel like I should be sending a photo of the painting I've done that I haven't started yet. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I keep him updated to show him. Yeah. Because you know, I said I'd start painting as playing, but um, yeah, it's just so many distractions yeah, in yeah. life. Well, I tell you what, even though this painting isn't finished, the more I stand here looking at it, the more it stands off the page to me. It really looks... Oh, good. It, it really looks great. Oh, it's, so it's happening. It is for you. Definitely. <laughs> absolutely, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether it will come out in the photographs I've taken, because I'm, yeah. I'm an average photographer, but it really does look great. Yeah, photographs are... Um, when I go to photograph my work, to put it on the internet, I can spend quite a bit of time trying to get the right light. Yeah, yeah, I can totally understand yeah, that. Yeah, because the last thing you want is... You spend a lot of time getting the grey to look right and the green to look right, um, and then you go to put it up, and there's like three or four shades different. Yeah. It's a wrong representation of what you do. Yes. You know, then yeah. people are going to make judgments and think, oh god, that is so way out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got the wrong colours there. And that's where I'm careful to judge anybody else's work that I see on the internet or on their websites and think, well, that could have been the camera. Yeah. And sometimes you you can see it is. Yes, yeah. Um, but That's the same with models as well. I yeah, mean, yeah. Geez, there's some models oh, that I've seen photo, photos up on the internet, and I thought, mm, yeah, yeah, that's and, they, not. and then I've seen them in real life. I was like, yeah. wow, that was bloody awesome. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah. Um, but I have the same problem, and like that, they may come out with you know the hills completely not the colour that it should be. Yeah. So, which is annoying. And of course, it depends where you display a painting as well, doesn't it? The 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 background wall and, yeah. uh, and the lighting in the room yeah. and everything too. You need to have a professional photographer take a photo and put it out in a magazine and you're like, oh, oh yeah. it's, not <laughs> yeah. it's not really like that. <laughs> but yes, I don't have a lot of, lot of aviation paintings here at the moment. So. Well, man, it's still a good selection, so. 
I love the one of the Spitfire coming straight at you as well, that's neat. Yeah, well, see, that was some of my early work, and I'd try and, like this one being a friend's, well, I was standing next to him when he took it, because I was taking photos, but then I'd give the camera to my husband, and he'd be taking photos, so in the end, we were all looking at all of our photos thrown together, thinking, oh, is that you or me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I decided for the first one, I'll do this, so I emailed Stuart saying, well, I'm using your photo, and he says, oh, that is awesome, I can't wait to see what it's going to turn out like. Um, but I said, well, it's just for a first one, I just prefer to do that. Um, just trying to think of where I've got. Oh, I've got some of the footage. And yeah, my photography wasn't great on that day either, but it was quite a dull day, so all of a sudden, going from a green like that, turning yeah. into, you know, not necessarily green, you could almost blend that in with the vampire, completely yeah. a different colour, yeah. really. Um, so not the greatest photos, but then it depends if you want that look in the painting or not. Exactly. You know, if you want the true colours, like I've seen some that have been published in the magazines, and you know for a fact that the, vamp uh, the mosquito doesn't look like that. No. It's come out really um, strong green, I'll show you yep. an example of that. So, so that was some of the photos I took when that cloud came out. Um, that one there. Yeah, that's neat. So that's the one I'm thinking of doing on a canvas, just a close-up shot, just for appreciation of what the mosquito looks like up close. Yeah, um, absolutely. So as a painting, that will come out quite different, um, quite often a photo, well in this, this case I suppose, that still looks a lot different from that, but that's what you're going to get with acrylics, things go a little bit dull and they start to blend, yep. and they start to blend in, but then later on you're not comparing it to that anymore because it's become a painting, Yes, different clouds, I've had to put extra cloud in there, yeah. um, you'll see there's little dimples in there because of it being a canvas, I could get really fine canvas, but then do you want it to really look like a photo or do you still want it to look like a painting? Yeah. Um, yes, you want it to look realistic, like the mosquito, uh, with the cloud, hopefully it make it look like a painting because yeah. they don't look like the real clouds. <laughs> so hopefully that still looks like a painting. <laughs> right, it does, it does. Still got the details to put in there, you know, or yeah. your red little bits. Uh, still got to work on that propeller there and the circles. The numbers would be put in there. Yeah. Um, that area there was a real paint to do and make it look like that. I still feel like I need to fade that out a little bit. And then when I do, I feel like I fade it out too much and start bringing colour back into it. Oh, and then right. it looks too strong in colour. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been a right nuisance. You were quite lucky on the day uh, that that was taken that they didn't have all the stenciling on the aircraft as well. That's all on there now and there's yeah, a lot exactly. more detail. So. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> don't have people, to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, but some people might want that. Yeah, well. You know, they might say, oh, you know. So, yeah. But that's all right. There will be later on. Yeah. Um, but this one I'm looking forward to because, you know, it was a close-up shot that I took, and I'll, when I do it, I'll enjoy doing little details like that. Yeah, definitely. Highlights like that. Yeah. Which will make that's these highlights that will bring the plane alive. Oh, absolutely! All the little bits and pieces around. Yeah. The and yeah. Yeah. And if that highlight, those highlights, didn't swing around like that, to me, I may not have thought this is a good subject to do. But it's because of all the action and just that little bit alone which makes, for me, that makes that complete. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a little bit of detail there. Yeah. <laughs> and the door shut. Yeah. That door will be shut. Cool. So that's another one, that's, like I say, it's probably my next one I'll do. There were a few different shots we took of that, a little bit further back and a little bit closer. 
So it might actually be one that's a little bit further back just to get. Get a bit more in it. Yeah, yeah, a bit more. But you get to do things like that where at the moment you're not. Yeah. You know, you're missing yeah. those and that way you get a painting with close up, real close up detail. Yeah. Unfortunately it makes it a little bit more difficult in areas like that to make that look blurry. Right, right, yeah. Get that colour, there's heaps of green in there. And yeah. sometimes you've got to be careful that it's not because of, um, which is fine in this case, that it looks uh, blurry green like that because the plane is green. Sometimes it's a reflection of the actual colour. Yeah. Sometimes it's um, the printer. Right, true. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine doing it? Not actually thinking that, oh my God, it was a, it was a wrong colour from the printer. <laughs> I ran, you know, a little bit short of blue and green in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is really annoying when that happens. Like to me, that is. It's all right, but and it'll look better as a painting, but it's not very inspirational for me to do. Yeah. But when it comes out in the painting, it looks completely different. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I've just got to remind myself, well, photo, it's not going to look like, it's not going to look like that when it's on canvas. That's right, that's right. Well, that one there, we're, you're just looking at the top view and there's just grey behind, but you mm. could, you, as, a, as an artist, you could put in hills behind Anything it. Anything in the background. More, yeah. Way more dramatic. Yeah. But, the same sort of angles and exactly yeah, yeah. yeah great sometimes you know i sort of wonder if i am not being adventurous enough well no knows, but or black in the background yeah. that would really make that stick out but then but you well, can't would, be too dark in those areas because well, you, you won't appreciate well you could um, do the auckland waterfront with the sky tower and exactly. everything if you wanted to but that'd be a bit of a challenge yeah it would be i don't like cities Merce is a bloody place <laughs> seriously yeah exactly i like it in cambridge yeah <laughs> Well, like, you know, when I heard that, that it was going to be at, um, down there, shall I say, by the lake, I thought, yeah. wow, be some awesome shots. Absolutely. And it's gone before we knew it. Yeah. And I thought, well, I didn't get all the shots I thought I was going to get. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think a few other people thought that. It came over a couple of times and it was gone, but it was more for the memory then, than the fact that it was there, yeah. so close to home. Yeah. You know, like, I emailed Jerry saying, well, I'm just going two minutes down the road to go see your toy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, yes, no, I heard it's heading there. It, yeah. it, it was brilliant to see it. It was made, eh? Yeah. So close to home. Well, all those years that I've been going up and visiting it at Auckland, and it came down and visited me, right? So that was good. It's made, eh? Yeah. yeah. Considering we thought it was going to head off overseas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, well, it's home. You know, it was built here. Yeah. But you know that its real home is going to be overseas. Yeah, exactly. All the same. Actually, that's one I... I'll show you. This is to some of the early work that I don't really do a lot of now. I just focus a bit more on to say I've learned. I've learned a little bit. Yeah. I stay away from this sort of stuff. I really should put them all together. Oh, that's right. neat. I wow, that's remember, cool. remember how to do this. Um, I think that goes there. Right. But the thing is, this was somebody else's photograph, and I started talking to a few people about, you know, um, rights to use people's work. Yeah. And I was told when I rang up this art place down in Wellington when I first started about copyright, she said as long as you change 12% of the image, because whoever took the photo, if you're a photographer, you take a photo of a Spitfire flying up there, yeah. it's not your image to claim. You're taking the photo, yes, it's your photo, and for somebody to reproduce that photo, that's not right. But if you change 12% of it, then that's fine, yeah. because you're changing the image, you're changing it from the original. Yeah. Um, 
So I did change some of this. I did it in the sense of breaking it up and sticking another one in there. Uh, but yeah, it's still somebody else's photo and that's why I really haven't publicised it too much and it was my early work. But then I started getting a little bit apprehensive and thinking, well, you know, I need to start taking my own photos or getting permission like, and then I get rid of permission. And that way I feel better about what I do, yeah. if it's not our own photos. Like those other photos, well, they're the ones that we took. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying those are the best of photos, but we've got a lot better than that. Um, that one up there, my husband took that photo in 2006. Yep. And it had a hanger in the background as well. And a mm -hmm. uh, hanger to the right and a big hill on the left with a fence line going up. And I took all that out thinking, well, I want a little bit of hill and I'm going to make the ground look like a painting yes. rather than actually exactly like the photo. Make the subject as close to the photo as possible, but the surrounding more like a painting. Right. So just a, yeah, a little yeah. bit different, but not exactly like a photo. Yeah. And yeah, take the scruffy stuff around the back of it out. And so, you know, he's had that sitting there for ages, since 2006, when he took the photo. Okay. And when I said I was looking for another subject and like to do the sort with camel, he says, oh, I've got some photos hanging around and saw it. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm looking for. Fantastic. Yeah. But I'm still getting used to the idea of doing a close-up shot without the whole of the plane on it. Okay. Like there, some of the wings cut off. Yeah. But I think it's making you focus on that part of the plane that's on there. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. But it, it, I sort of had to twist my arm to do it because... You know, I like the whole of the plane on it, but yeah. now I'm starting to do more and more of it. See, like that one, well, it's got the wings cut off. I feel really rude cutting the wings off, but you're getting a closer shot of the pilot. Yes. And, you know, more of just that area. Yeah, well, the first thing I noticed when I looked at the Corsair one is kids get it. You recognise it straight away. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> I, I thought I'd better get him right. <laughs> yeah, well, I hadn't, I hadn't even really thought about it, but it probably is the uh, fly nobles that you were mentioning. That you've got the yeah, yeah, bang, the bang brown. It's just the images, well, that's Keith. And then it's like, oh, and that is the Corsair that he flies. Yeah, through. that's yeah. right. But, but yeah. you know, you do, with the cutting the wings off, like you said, it yeah, does well, really you're not make you focus that, on it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not going to focus on it. Yeah. I mean, I could do a bigger painting and have the wings on there as well. Yeah. But if I squash it up a bit, then you're more focused on the guy that fly, yeah. you know, flies the plane. I mean, how often do we focus on these guys that actually fly exactly. these monsters that are hard to fly sometimes? Yeah. I mean, you know, to fly the sock with camel, she's a real ass to fly, if you excuse my language, but yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. You know, they are, he's... Yeah, I take my hat off the fact that he even flies that, like he says, you know, he gets nervous flying it, um, starting her up, she's shaking like anything, and <laughs> yeah. this isn't, you know, once you're up in the air, it's good, but landing it, yeah, yeah. hard one to land as well. Absolutely, yeah. And you don't know many of them flying, well, there's not a lot of software camels anymore, are there? No, no, there's not. No, we're very privileged in this country to see what we do see, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Great. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for me to do that close-up shot meant I could have a bit of fun with detail and hope yeah. like anything, fingers crossed, not during painting, but before and after that, <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> just that wheel, just getting, I remember doing that wheel and just trying to get the look right, yeah. you know, to get that sort of um, starts at a point and works yep. way out to yep. that sort of look. Yep. Oh, I didn't think I was going to have that challenge until I started, thinking, well, gosh, it's got to look round, it's got to be right. Um, so I spent a bit more time on that than I should have. 
Sometimes in a painting you end up spending way too much time in some parts that most people wouldn't even look at. Right. But if you don't get it right, they will look at it. Exactly, yeah, it'll stick out. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. stick out. And you Same. think, oh, I've spent way too much time in this one area. Again, I would equate that to modelling as well. There's certain things yeah. on a model that is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, if you don't get the lips right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, what? Yeah. Um, what did I do not long ago? Oh, the mouth on that thing. Oh, yes. You know, getting the shading right on it. Yeah. Um, and it was weird, actually, when I was doing that, because, look at that one. Look at that. No, it's not that one. Where did I see it? Oh, that one there. Oh, yep. Doing that part there. Oh, yes, yep, yep. That was just weird. You know, unless you actually start working on the subject, then you're sort of thinking, well, I don't even know that was there. Oh, okay. Until I, you know, just that little part there. Yep, yep. With the, yeah. yeah, and I thought, well, until I actually started painting it, I didn't even realise it was such a big part of it. And if you took that out, anybody else that knows it's there would know, hey, where is it? Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. so you have to paint it. Yep. Yeah, it's funny, like even the nose, that was a lot more work than you realise because all the different shades of red, red's not a very dominant colour. Right. Um, if there's any glitches or anything behind it, you can't dominate it with the red. You have oh, to have okay. a carry colour to get that and then slowly work up your red again. Okay. Red's almost see-through, so anything, yeah, if you put it on anything and there's a glitch in there, you'll see it. Oh, you can't yeah. cover it, whereas white is strong, but only so strong. No, I needed that for fire, just to see if I can do fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's come up good. Yeah, from a distance. <laughs> from a distance. But yeah, every time I see something like that with a red, I'm like, yeah, red, no pain, even a little bit of red there. Yeah. But oh, we have to push yourself, because if you get pushed off a subject just because you know that there's going to be areas that are difficult, then you're not pushing yourself anymore, are you? That's right. You're just taking a back seat and thinking, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, that I sort of, sometimes I think I need to mount it so that you can hang it up easy rather than having like four or six nails. <laughs> yeah, oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Mm. So it's probably better that it's just been mounted on something and then you just hang it on one nail. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't decided yet what because that's the bit that sticks out, it might be too obvious. Unless it's white. But then if you stick it on a blue wall then it's really obvious that it's white background. Yeah, yeah. This white's in the cupboard. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's one of, one of my first paintings that I don't really want to promote because it's not how I paint now. I do more that sort of work. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not really keen to show old work like most artists that started with early work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but like the one hanging up there, that's also very old work. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Well, it is quite a bit of a different style, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Because I was only learning. Right. <laughs> Not forward. <laughs> well, it means I haven't learned anything. But that is the most recent one. Well, the last one. To me, that's just stunning. That's yeah. an award winner. And the one before that was that. Yeah. Um, well, both the, the Sockworth Campbell and, of course, they are fantastic. Yeah. And the mosquito was going to me as well. I reckon that's. Well, Jerry put a bit of pressure on because I sent um, the Lavoquin. Oh, um, yeah. You would have seen that one. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah love so that. that's the one I did for my son. And I really pushed myself with that because it's for my son's 25th. Yeah. And I know that they'll know if I wasn't... Well, you, you try the hardest for your family because it's it's like the ones I did of the dogs for my daughter. Well, you do your best 
because it is for family and it's mm. going to be an heirloom. Yeah. So you're going to put all that energy and time into it, and that, the one of the dogs, that took a long time. Um, the plane, the background was pain, to be honest. I ended up, for that particular painting, ended up ordering, ordering a spray gun, and my airbrush would only go so wide. Okay. And so for the size of it, I just felt it was going to be too much of that, too big a chance for streaking. Yeah. Whereas with um, a, a spray gun, this is a modelling spray gun I ordered from Auckland, you're able to go that wide. Okay. So stand back and just do heaps, and then with the air gun, you bring in the softness, just to get a little bit of white at the bottom, at the top, just to get that distant look. Yeah. Most people wouldn't even notice looking at that, um, that it's actually there, that little bit of light. Okay. But that shows distance. Yes. If it's not there, then yet again, you've got a sky that looks flat. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was a pain. You know, a few hundred dollars later getting this hair gun. <laughs> you know, spray gun, should I say. Yeah. And I thought I had it, but it was new challenges, and you just have to do it, because you want the top result, because it's for your son. Yeah. And Hans Wall, now he's asking for more plane paintings. <laughs> 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 and last night we rang him up saying, when's your flight? And then he started talking about the planes. I'm thinking, oh God, <laughs> I know, I'm so lucky just to get that finished and that, and now hopefully this. Yeah. You know, I have to make myself sit down, and there's all this work to be done. Still. So yeah, uh, uh, Jerry said to me, after he saw that work on me, he said, oh, and the mosquito will be barely yet. I said, what? What are you saying? You know, oh my God, you have no idea how much work I put into the other. Now he's saying the mosquito, so he's put pressure on me. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I've warned him, I've said to him, well, the one I'm doing at the moment is only the beginning. It's only a small one, so I don't expect too much. Because yeah. the smaller you go, the less detail you can add to it to make right. it look more realistic. Yeah. But then, like that one up there, the bigger you go, well, people are really going to see it if you're, not, if you're missing a few things. Yeah. So if you're doing like, I did that one from a very small photo and you're not going to see all the detail you need to see to do one that size. Right. So it's a learning thing. Yeah. From a distance it's fine, but if people start looking too close and start looking for, you know, like that one, it's a small painting, but I've still got rivets in there that I never had on that one. Right, right. So, huge example. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> that one should have hundreds of them in there. Yeah, but I because should. it was a small photo that I was using, I'm not going to see all that. Right. So I've learnt a lot. <laughs> constant, <laughs> constant mistakes. <laughs> but if you don't make mistakes, then that means you're not learning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What did I read the other day? Um, if people don't like what you do, then it's not your business. If people aren't talking about you, and you don't like it, well then it's not your business. Just keep focusing on what you're doing and keep trying hard. Yeah. Because they don't know everything that's involved. That's so true. It's yeah. easy to make judgment. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll yeah, keep working on it. <laughs> <laughs>